Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Sarnia Sting goalie, Ben Goudreau. Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. It's an honor to be on here. You know, a lot of people have turned on Netflix during this pandemic. What have you been doing? Yeah, I've watched a little bit of Netflix, uh, but trying to stay in the gym, uh, just stay fit and kind of get ready for the next season whenever it's going to start. Uh, but yeah, just kind of keeping going with what I was doing before. What Netflix shows have you been watching? Um, haven't been watching too, too many. I've kind of, I just watched a few movies here and there. Um, can't even remember the names of them. None that have really stuck out, I guess. But uh, yeah. What, what is your go-to movie genre? Uh, I'd probably say like action or something like that. I kind of like the thrill of all that. So yeah, probably around there. Have you been watching any sports that have returned? Uh, I watched a little bit of hockey. Uh, not, not too, too much. Um, yeah. And, you know, with this whole pandemic, it's created a lifestyle for us that we never would have imagined before. How have you been able to create a normal lifestyle for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, lucky with my dad, I can get a gym. Uh, so I've been working out lots. Uh, just kind of keeping up to what I would have been doing if there wasn't a pandemic even. Um, but yeah, just trying to stay on the ice. If I can, another rinks up here are opening up soon. So that's going to be nice to get back on the ice and be in the gym at the same time. How has your whole perception on the coronavirus changed since March? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely not what I thought uh, it was going to end up being. I mean, when there was talk about our season kind of ending, I just thought it was going to be like a little break and we'd be back and get going. So uh, it's definitely changed from then. Uh, just kind of hoping that it's over soon and we can get back to normal living. Getting into your story a bit here, who influenced you to start hockey? Uh, my parents just kind of put me in it. Uh, I have to say that my goalie coach, Todd Robillard, uh, probably influenced me to kind of stay with it and stick uh, to hockey. So, yeah. What made you become a goalie? Uh, you know what? They needed a goalie, actually. So uh, I wasn't enjoying player too much. So I decided to try goalie. And, uh, yeah, I just ended up sticking with it and continued through. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my goalie coach kind of modeled it around uh, Carey Price and Jonathan Quick, kind of between the two, uh, just to kind of have Carey Price's, like, calmness and just rhythmic kind of movements. And then quick speed, so, yeah. Quick is one of the most athletic goalies I've ever seen play this game. You know, his, the way he, you know, makes the saves is just incredible. Yeah, exactly. Would you be able to speak upon your road to where you are today? Like some of the successes you've had, challenges you've faced? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm pretty lucky growing up that I've, I haven't had too many like, times I had to go through adversity per se. Um, I'd say the biggest one is just injury-wise. I mean, coming into the OHL, I had an injury. And then the year before, my draft year, I had one. So... Uh, I've just had to battle through those and really worked on like developing my muscles and all the kind of things that go along with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been such a good kind of career for me to start off right now. I mean, it's been an awesome time, met some awesome people. I got to play in some pretty sick tournaments and stuff like that. And now that I'm in the OHL, it's just kind of, it's, it's awesome. Like people you get to meet and, fan, and the fans you get to meet uh, while playing in the OHL is an honor. So it's awesome. So did the fear of, of having a you know, relapse or you know, having uh, the injury come back to you, like you mentioned, uh, ever scare you? Uh, not too much. I actually have a uh, mental guy that I kind of work with uh, to just kind of make sure it doesn't come back in my head um, and kind of work through that with psychology uh, with Cassidy Preston. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just working. We're going to kind of get over that curve and just not worry about it and uh, just focus on making the saves. You don't want something else coming up in your head. Lots of variables that kind of play once you're going on the ice, and that's the last thing you want is to be thinking you're going to get injured by making a movement. You know, you did grow up, I believe, uh, in the North Bay area. Uh, you know, the battalion uh, moved from Belleville prior to the 2013-14 season. Uh, did you ever go see uh, battalion games as a kid? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was a little bit older. I probably would have been 
I want to say like nine, so I don't even know, but I was kind of getting a little bit up in there and uh, got to see a few games, but that's when hockey kind of started picking up and I wasn't really there for too many tournaments. So uh, yeah, I didn't get to see too many, but uh, I mean, there was lots, I guess over the few years I got to see quite a bit and uh, just kind of seeing that kind of generated me towards the OHL and just wanted to pursue my career through the OHL. Interestingly, interestingly enough, you are a Montreal Canadiens fan like myself. How did you become one? I was actually a Toronto fan, and uh, they lost to Boston in the playoffs. I think it was like 2010 or whatever, and uh, that was it for Montreal. And I bounced between, or Toronto, sorry, and I bounced between a few teams. Uh, but my goalie coach was always a Montreal fan. And I like Carey Price, so it just kind of happened that way. And I mean, now I got a couple of Montreal jerseys, a Carey Price jersey signed sitting in my closet. So uh yeah it all kind of went from there I guess I guess you could say you picked the right time to jump ship uh from the Leafs because you know they haven't had the best uh playoff success yeah exactly you know bias aside we can all say that Montreal you know we are fans of Montreal and we can always say that you know we want them to win the Stanley Cup but who do you think will win this year's Stanley Cup yeah and that's a good one um I mean there's a fan favorite in Boston I think right now uh, I mean that's the hardest thing as a Montreal Canadian fan to say but uh yeah, you never know. I almost like to see Tampa win it. Uh, it's a former Sting player there, Stephen Stamkos, get his shot at a cup. So, yeah, I'm going to probably say I think Tampa has a chance this year. It would be cool to see them win it. And Stephen Stamkos has, you know, been hurt by injuries a lot, we could say, you know, with his career. So it's been unfortunate that he hasn't really gotten the chance to play in the playoffs, you know? Yeah, exactly. So what, what, ideas go, oh my, what ideas go on behind the scenes when creating a mask? Uh, you know what? It's, uh, it's actually a pretty simple process. I mean, we got a pretty good guy with Gilded Design. Uh, he creates them all. So for us, it's just kind of talk about this design and kind of like what I want my like the background to be and then logos and where I want them and then all the other things. So uh, it's pretty cool. You'll send like some mock-up pictures and everything and kind of just filter between those and see what I kind of want, make a few changing changes, sorry. And yeah, go from there. You know, my dog just uh, knocked off the charging cord to my laptop. So uh, sorry about that. But as we continue on, you know, have you ever thought about paying tribute? Or do you have, like, what goes on your mask? What's on your mask this year? Yeah, so uh, my mask that I had last year, uh, I had it, like, there's a, I don't know what to call it. A memorial, I guess, would be the best way of saying it, outside uh, my dad's work for, like, the fallen, like, soldiers and stuff. So I have that in the back of my mask. And then my dad's best friend who passed away from cancer, pretty much a second dad to me. I have kind of like this little like hashtag, I guess I kind of made up when I was a little bit younger to put on my stick. So between those two and then going into next year, I'm not hundred percent sure yet what I want to put on, but I'm sure something around there will be the same. Getting drafted seventh overall brings a lot of expectations. How do you hope to excel those expectations? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's something you got to kind of live up to. Uh, it's definitely a lot of pressure put on you. So last year was just kind of learning to balance the pressure and everything. Uh, and going into next year, it's just kind of working out. And just you got to develop, right? So I want to be able to come back, show the fans that I've developed and show my team that I've developed and continue on with it. This was your first OHL season. Was the game much different from a midget AAA standpoint? Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's a much faster game. Uh, lots of bigger guys. I mean... You're playing Windsor, you got a six foot nine Curtis Douglas, you got six, six foot six Kerbu in front of you. So, uh, you know what? It's definitely a, definitely a different game from uh, Midget. Um, yeah, it's an awesome, it, I, it's an awesome game. Like, 
you can't really get much better than the OHL right now. Um, it's honestly an honor to play in the league and get to kind of play with the players that you're playing with. I mean, Nick Robertson is now playing for the Leafs, who was just playing against us this year, right? So uh, people like that, you can kind of just watch. And if they're playing in the NHL right now, I mean, the OHL is doing pretty good, if you ask me. How do you see the puck when someone like a six foot nine player is standing right in front of you? Are you just hoping that it hits you? Uh, you know what? Sometimes you are, uh, but there's always different kind of strategies like to look around. Um, I mean, there's not too many hockey players that are as tall as they are wide, right? So you can kind of get a little bit around them um, and just hope, like like you said, kind of hope it hits you. But you guys still track it in and kind of see what you can do. So uh, I mean, I guess letting it hit you would be the last resort, but uh, yeah happens sometimes how good was it for you to get your first ohlw this year i was awesome i mean i was out for injury like i was saying there uh we were down oh and seven in the season so uh for me to come in and kind of get that w was an awesome uh time. i mean the boys had fun with it and we just had a good time um it was probably my favorite hockey game ever um i mean still get chills talking about it so uh yeah probably my favorite hockey game I've ever played in and just finally be able to say that I played in the OHL and that I won a game was an awesome honor. Who did you get the win against? Uh, I got the win against Barry. Yeah. That's a big, you know, it's always a big W for you because it does help your self-confidence, right? You know, you did a good job when you finally get that first win, especially coming off an injury. Yeah, exactly. This year you finished with 28 games played a 434 goals against average and a 890 save percentage. Uh, how high of a standard do you hold yourself? Yeah, I mean, I definitely hold it high. Uh, last year was a tough year. Uh, we averaged the most shots against in a game for the entire CHL. So our goals against were expected to be high, uh, but we tried to kind of keep them down as much as possible. Um, it's definitely hard getting in there. I mean, some games you get pretty lit up, but uh, by the end of the season, I think I kind of got used to it um, and was able to kind of control myself. I think in my last, like, four games, I had, like, a 9-3 something and, like, a 2-point something. So, I mean, just all about development at the end of the day. Uh, our team didn't really get anything going throughout the entire year. So I think most guys were just focused on developing and coming back strong for next year by the end of it. Does your personal standard get in the way of even having a good game? Because sometimes, you know, you have a good game, right? You win 4-1, but that one goal will, you know, hover over you for the rest of the night. Uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't hover over me for the rest of the night, I guess. I kind of let it go. Uh, you got to kind of be able to or else you're just going to eat yourself up. But uh I mean, I still think about if I could have just made that one save uh, against Barry in my first game. I had a 50-shot shot out. That would have been pretty awesome. So uh, it's still in my head, I guess. But it's not something that's going to eat me up. Uh, I'll move on and kind of just focus on the next shot. How disappointed are you not to finish your rookie season? Yeah, I mean, it really sucked. Um, we didn't have too many games left. We were out of playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was supposed to play the night that it all got shut down. So I uh, was definitely looking forward to that and kind of, being able to get revenge, I guess, on Owen Sound for lighting me up last time. So it would have been awesome to play them. But, uh, yeah, it definitely sucked. When someone snows your crease, do you ever chirp them back? <laughs> uh, depends on who it is. I mean, there's certain guys you don't want to pick fights with, right? But, uh, you know what, uh, they don't do that too much, to be honest, anymore. Uh, they'll just chirp you instead. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, for they don't sure. Care, so. uh, they, they love slashing, too, so that's the other one. Uh, but you know what? I had really good defense last year between Marco Yakovlevic, Ashton Reeser, and Kelton Hatcher, who, second someone said something to me, they were right in their face, even Colton Kammerer. So uh, we had a good team, tight team, that kind of stuck together and helped me through those. 
do you believe that goalies are a different breed? Uh, for some are for sure. I'll be honest. Uh, I've been told I'm a pretty normal guy for a goalie, but uh, I mean, you got to be a little bit crazy to stand in front of pucks for a living. So yeah. You know, all athletes reflect, and I'm pretty sure I think a lot of them have been reflecting during this downtime, this pandemic. What's your biggest takeaway from this season? Uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this season would probably be just, like, at the end of the day, if you're not getting stronger and developing, that's the biggest problem. So, for me, it's just, you got to be in the gym. you got to be working hard. Um, I mean, when you don't really work hard until you make it to the OHL and you realize how hard you have to work. Um, I mean, that was kind of a wake-up call for most of the rookies and stuff like that is you go through and have a bad week of practice, that game, you can't just turn it on. It's going to be a bad game. So uh, for me, it was just kind of finding a way to have good practice, have good practice every week, sorry, and uh, translate it into a good game. Sarnia ran with a two-goalie system. Did that uh, provide any challenges for you being a rookie? Uh, you know what? It was good. Uh, we, My goalie partner, Ethan Langman, and I are really tight. So uh, it was really easy to get going. I mean, at one point, we had four guys going into Christmas. So, I mean, I sat in the stands a lot there. Um, I think leading up to Christmas, I think I maybe had five or six games. Um, but uh, once we got kind of situated with the two of us, uh, we ran with it. And, you know, it was pretty good. We had lots of fun uh, together. And, uh, yeah. Fans play a massive role in getting, you know, a player's juices flowing. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you can make a big save and kind of get everyone rallied off. I mean, it definitely hypes the boys up. I mean, there's lots of saves where either me or Ethan both would kind of make a pretty nice save and the boys would come over and you could already see they have more confidence in you. Um, and when you give them confidence in yourself, they're going to go out and do something for you. Going into next season, which is actually, uh, you know, your draft year, uh, you are a prospect eligible for the 2021 NHL entry draft. What are you going to be doing differently than you were this year? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like kind of goes along with like my biggest takeaway is just working harder. Um, can never work too hard. So going into this year, it's just going to be a really mental, like I'm going to be really mental, I guess is the best way of saying it. Um, I'm going to be working out lots, staying in the gym, staying on the ice after practice, before practice, and just really making sure that I'm getting the best development I can possibly get going into that. Does having your draft year change the mindset? Are you the type of player to play with, you know, I guess having all the scouts in the building? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess for some people it does. I mean, for me, I just try to keep it just another year. Uh, you can't get let it get to your head too much or else you're just going to eat yourself up over every bad game and it's going to be a lot worse than if it was just a regular bad game. So uh, you just got to kind of let it go to the back of your head and forget about it and uh, focus on the real task, which is winning games. And kind of if you're winning games, they're going to notice you and see you and they'll find you. In what ways will having an added year of experience change your game? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I think that's kind of the biggest thing going in uh, next year is that I have that extra confidence um, coming off of last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it kind of goes along again. It just giving like you learn how to work hard like you really do. And uh, going into next year, it's, I think it's going to be pretty cool to see the development throughout the year. You play for the Canada U-17 black team. What was that whole experience like? Uh, it was an awesome experience. I mean, it didn't go my way at all. Uh, I had a pretty rough tournament, but uh, you know what? It was fun to kind of finally wear that Canada jersey and be able to represent our country. Um, definitely an honor, uh, and I couldn't have asked for a better group of guys to play along with, so it was awesome. Did that give you any insight on how to make a future world junior team? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that Hockey Canada is pretty, uh, like, 
pretty standard for it. Like if you're a good player and you're working hard, they'll find you. They'll they'll take the time to scout you and everything. So uh, definitely opened up my eyes to that and seeing that as a possibility. So uh, yeah. What was the whole call like? Like how did you find out that you were going to play for the Canada U17 team? Yeah, I mean we had our tryouts um, and I had a good tryout. So. Uh, until I was injured there, actually. Uh, so then I sat out for a little bit, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be back in time just because of injury. Uh, so it was a little bit stressful leading up to it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't even play a game, uh, and they still took me. So uh, it was a pretty awesome feeling when I got the phone call saying that I was invited to come. So it was awesome. Do you think, you know, being around the boys, having that atmosphere kind of adds to your game? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean – when I have a tight group of guys, I find I play better. So, uh, like, for example, in Sarnia this year, uh, like I was mentioning kind of earlier, uh, we just have a really tight group of guys. Um, we have confidence in each other that we can do our task and get everything done uh, properly. So I think it just kind of gives me confidence in the back of the net that they're going to be there for me if I mess up, and same for them. You've played in, uh, you know, in some three-on-three overtime games, which has been, you know, probably the best addition uh, recently with hockey. What are some of the struggles as a goalie when the game is headed to overtime? You know, it's uh, it's pretty stressful, I'll be honest. Uh, I think we finished once in overtime in my hometown, actually, game. Um, but uh, you know what? We, uh, we've made the shootout a few times, which is even more stressful. So I think the biggest thing about overtime is just if your guys get caught down low, it can be it can be scary coming back the other way. So I think it's just about focusing, keeping your focus, and uh, yeah, not letting the pressure get to you. Have you played in front of your family? Yeah, you know what? I was lucky enough that my dad and my mom uh, both have good jobs that kind of allow them to come down on the weekends uh, and meet us in places. So I was lucky enough to have my, my first game actually in front of, I think my dad and my mom came. If not, my dad was there, but uh, they were there for that and watching for it. And my goalie coach was there as well. So it was awesome just to kind of have all them there. Uh, at home, I mean, I had a lot of people there. I mean, Fam, my whole family was pretty much there. Uh, my teachers from my old school and everything. So it was awesome playing at home and getting to kind of see everyone. You got to think how stressful it must be for your parents to watch you as a goalie. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, my mom's a screamer, so you can hear her for sure. <laughs> you must hear from the crowd then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how do you go about regrouping after, a, after losing an overtime game? Uh, you know what? I haven't actually had that experience yet. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of different uh, leading into it. Um, I'm sure I've played minor hockey. Um, and at the end of the day, it's a loss just like any other loss. So you just got to kind of regroup, refocus, and just go out there and do your best the next game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not – I don't think too much really changes from an overtime loss to a regular loss. Uh, but, yeah. You mentioned that shootout is another stressful element of the game of hockey. You know, how does your mindset change from three on three to the shootout? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I was in shootout twice last year um, against two pretty skilled teams in Hamilton and Windsor. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my Hamilton one was a little bit more nerve-wracking because I knew they had Kaliev. Um, that was my birthday game, too, and I was playing a bunch of guys from my hometown, so I really wanted that for you. But uh, we went into it. I thought Kaliev would be their first shooter, but he ended up being, like, their third shooter. So for that one, my pressure was on, like, the entire time. Uh, I've never been so nervous for the entire round of shootout. But um, it was an awesome time. And then going into my Windsor one, uh, we ended up losing that one. But uh, it just – I think the biggest thing is just don't let the pressure get to you. I think that's what kind of happened against Windsor. 
um, and it didn't go my way. So I think if I would just keep pressure off my back and just focus on what the task at hand is, I think that's the biggest thing. What would you say is the toughest barn to play in? Uh, you know what? Owen Sound is really tough. Um, such a small rink and everyone's kind of on top of you. Um, the angles feel weird. It's just kind of a different rink as a goalie to play in. And, uh, yeah. Could you feel that the fans uh, make a difference when playing in Owen Sound? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they got a good fan base there, and it's they're pretty loud and like to get in your head. So uh, it, was pr- it was fun to play. I mean, I like I like that. Um, I mean, I've been called out by fans before, and it's, it's fun. Like, it kind of gets you going. So, uh, yeah. As the NHL is going down the relaxed dress code route, if you were inside the bubble, what would you wear on game days? I don't know. I'm a pretty big suit guy, so I think I might just keep going with the suit. Uh, if not, I don't even know. Maybe like some Lululemon pants uh, and a sweater or something. I think uh, you would be the only player who would wear a suit because everyone is going the casual route. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of one of my pregame things is I, I have to make sure the suit's intact. So, yeah. Do you have any advice for aspiring goalies? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, like I was kind of talking about before, which is how you got to work hard. Um, if you're working hard, you're listening to your goalie coach and you're taking in things and you're, t- you're having discussions. I think that's another big thing. Is if you're having discussions with your goalie coach and talking about certain things that you don't like or that you really like or whatever, uh, you're going to develop and you're going to see uh, tremendous strides in your game. Well, I'd like to thank the Sarnia goaltender, Ben Goudreau, for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Ben. No problem. Thank you.